The Home Life of Poe by Susan Archer Weiss. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Poe's in Richmond. When Poe went to Richmond as assistant editor to Mr. White, it had been with the expectation of resuming his old place among his former friends and associates a prospect which as he himself stated in a letter to that gentleman had afforded him very great pleasure he had no idea of the altered estimate in which he was held by some of these and of the general prejudice existing against him in consequence of the exaggerated reports concerning his rupture with the allens and the later story of his attempt to force himself into mr allen's presence it is true that the mackenzies the sullies dr robert g cabell and his wife with some others of the best people remained his firm friends but he found himself without social standing and with but few associates among his former acquaintances it was even said that when a leading society lady enjoying a literary reputation the mother of mrs julia mayo cabell and mrs general winfield scott gave an entertainment to which she invited the talented young editor of the messenger two of the most priggish of these gentlemen declined to attend rather than meet their former schoolmate edgar poe this state of things must undoubtedly have served to irritate and embitter one of poe's proud and sensitive nature and may have partly led to the dissipated habits in which he now for the first time began to indulge besides in some measure influencing the extreme bitterness and severity or as it has been called venom of the criticism for which the messenger began to be noted never before had he been accused of unamiability of disposition but his temper seemed suddenly to have changed and he was called haughty overbearing and quarrelsome a great and it is to be feared irreparable obloquy has attached to poe's name through the utterance of a single individual a mr ferguson who was employed as a printer's assistant in the office of the messenger at the time of poe's editorship of that magazine not many years ago mr ferguson who is still living said in answer to some inquiry concerning the poet there never was a more perfect gentleman than mr poe when he was sober but that at other times he would just as soon lie down in the gutter as anywhere else and this assertion has been taken up by one and another writer until it appears now to be received as a fixed fact i have often heard this statement indignantly denied by persons who knew poe at this time howsoever much under the influence of drink he might be he was they say never at any time or by any person seen staggering through the streets or lying in a gutter on the contrary he was extremely sensitive about being seen by his friends and especially ladies under the influence of drink poe himself long after this time while denying the charge of general dissipation confessed that while in richmond he at long intervals yielded to temptation and after each excess was invariably for some days confined to his bed and now in addition to other charges against him was that of neglecting his wife and being frequently seen in attendance on other women a point on which his motherly friend mrs mackenzie more than once felt herself called upon to remonstrate with him he would be for a week at a time away from his home 
putting up at various hotels and boarding-houses and spending his money freely instead of as formerly committing it to the keeping of his mother-in-law mrs clem descending from the dignity of a boarder tried to open a boarding-house of her own but failed and she now rented a cheap tenement on seventh street and went back to her dressmaking letting out rooms and probably taking one or two boarders but it was seldom that her son-in-law was to be found here though always after one of his excesses he would seek its seclusion until fit to again appear in public mr hewitt who was about this time in richmond says that he heard a great deal of gossip about poe's love affairs and describes him as at this time of remarkable personal beauty graceful and with dark curling hair and magnificent eyes wearing a byron collar and looking every inch a poet an old gentleman a distinguished lawyer once undertook his defence saying poe is one of the kind whom men envy and calumniate and women adore how many could resist the temptation the mackenzies spoke of virginia at this time now fourteen years of age as being small for her age but very plump pretty but not especially so with sweet and gentle manners and the simplicity of a child rose poe now twenty-six years of age would sometimes take her young sister-in-law to spend an afternoon at the mackenzies where she appeared as much of a child as any of the pupils joining in their sports of swinging and skipping rope on one occasion her husband buddy came unexpectedly to bring her home when she scandalized miss jane mackenzie by rushing into the street and greeting him with the abandon of a child nearly twenty years after this time there were persons living on main street who remembered having almost daily seen about the old market in business hours a tall dignified-looking woman with a market-basket on one arm while on the other hung a little girl with a round ever-smiling face who was addressed as mrs poe she too carried a basket whatsoever was the cause of poe's discontent he never appeared happy or satisfied while in richmond his dissipated habits grew upon him with the consequent neglect of editorial duties which sorely tried the patience of his good and kind friend mr white to whom it must be admitted poe never appeared sufficiently grateful whether mr white was compelled at length to reluctantly discharge him or whether as mr kennedy says poe himself gave up his place as editor of the messenger thinking that with his now established literary reputation he could do better in the north is not clear but in the summer of eighteen thirty eight he left richmond and with his family removed to new york mrs clem at least could not have been averse to the move for it seems certain that there was a general prejudice against her on account of her having made or consented to the match between her little daughter and a man of poe's age and dissipated habits End of chapter fourteen